Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast, one of my favorite ones all year, every year, partially because Al never shows up, and another partially, it's fucking Fuck Derby out. Pod. Let's fucking go. We got Sager, we got Dirt, and we got Wider. Let's do it. All right, guys, let's roll. Uh, let's roll that, y'all gotta roll that funky footage, bro. Let's make that pod clap, bro. Hit the fucking theme song on him. Excellent work, Dirk. <laughs> Theme song already played. Keep going. Nah, but for real, Dallas, uh, we were talking to him the other day when we went over there because a lot of people in the fairgrounds this year died of the COVID. You know, a lot of trainers that, that were old that knew my dad. Like, there's a few guys from Folsom, you know, passed away. The big jockey passed away. You know, a lot of guys. But uh, he saw my dad over there, and he joked. He goes, man, I can't believe you're still around. He said, you know, they can't kill us out here in the East. He's got, a, he's got about five or six running off. On Saturday, he's in the alley, Sheba, Greatest Stakes. He's got one on the turf. You know, anything that he hits that wins, you're going to need a bank truck. We're going to go – you're going to need – because he's going to be long. But y'all want right. to the derby? Or y'all want to talk about Oaks? <laughs> no, we got to talk about up? Oaks. Go ahead, Robert. No, Dirk, this is uh, your pod. Go ahead and host it. Uh, just take us in and out wherever you want to go. We're gonna try. We're gonna try that. This is your. Uh, this is your tryout to be a host. Hello, Jeremy Sager. How you doing, sir? This is Dirty Rob on the Dirty Rob Stalking Polk uh, podcast. What do you think? Way, way at you, pussy. <laughs> I think it's gonna be another good uh, Kentucky Derby. You thing, gotta you think know, though. Uh, it's gotta be fucking raining over there. I was watching. Uh, y'all ain't saying shit, but Hot Springs fucking sloppy as uh, sloppy as dog shit out there running today. I call. Well, they got some horses in here that have ran, um, that ran especially in the Oakland Derby that was slop. So, um, you know, some I of them are surprises, track. some of them are not. I mean, Oakland always seems to be pretty sloppy. It seems like every I, year, guys, uh, Oakland always brings slop, out the door. Get the slop slop talk out of here because I just talked to my local weatherman, jo, uh, Jimbo Stevens, and he let me know that it's going to be sunny and 75 up there in Lexington tomorrow. So get the slop slop talk out of here. The horses are going to run in dry powder. I think the, uh, that horse from Oakland, you're going to have to watch him, bro, because I think when the track's deeper, they get more fit. You know, they got to run, you know. It makes them, it, it, it's like running with fucking uh, – with ankle weights on, you know, versus a fast track that you can fly over. Like, look at a fast track and a sloppy track. You know, if it's sealed, they're going to skip over it because you, you're not really digging in. But I think them deep tracks help you out a little bit, so it makes them more makes them more fit. Well, y'all got more research than I got because I don't think anything's leading past the fucking 14. Executive quality, whatever, elusive equality, I think that's where you got to start. <laughs> I think that's where it fucked ends. Essential quality. Essential Anyways, um, that's what I said. Don't do names. I need post positions. Well, post we're going to go. I, I, we're going to go over the names. Um, Harley, if uh, if you're good with it, I think that uh, maybe I'll go down the list of uh, all the horses as and, tradition. Um, just, as tradition, but then I'll get. We're into not some ready for that, no, bro. Let's talk about. Uh, can anybody pull up the sheets for tomorrow? What big races they got tomorrow? The, the Oaks, you got to look at the 10 horse and the 12 horse. They're both undefeated. 
I think that's a good bet to be made to make money right off the bat. Say you catch a f horse that's five to one in the Oaks, and then you got that big favorite in the Derby. That's going to be a thirty dollars uh, Oaks Derby double. That's easy Dirt. money. Don't miss that. Dirt. I'm glad you brought that up. Can you before we get into the Oaks? I got it pulled up here, and we can talk more about the ten and twelve. But yeah, there's a couple of uh, sleepers there as well. But uh, tell the folks here more about that Derby double. What that actually means. You know how to bet it. Stuff like that. You can actually do a pick three. It's a Derby. It's a um, Oaks double. Oh, there's the Oaks. It's the Oaks race tomorrow. That's the big race for the Phillies. That's a million-dollar race. Then they got the Derby, which is a million-dollar race. That's for the males. And then I think it's the Wood Reserve. I think it's the 12th race after the Derby. If That's a pick three. Or you can do the Derby Oaks double or the Oaks Derby double. And uh, I'm telling you, that's the bet to do. I'm, I'm, make, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to the OTB. I'll send you pictures of the ticket. I'm making a 10 12 with the elusive quality 14 or 15 whatever fucking number y'all say is i'm making that for a hard box it's gonna cost me two hard bucks and i'm hoping to cash um, i hope you're hoping to cash that's the whole point <laughs> <You're a pussy>. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i don't just bet to bet like some people i know uh dick face uh jeremy sager hey Scared money, real, won't make no money. You hit one bet and it was my birthday numbers. I'll never forget it. And you made the wrong fucking ticket. So Yeah, my fat fingers <laughs> hit the wrong number and it ended up working. I think it wasn't think, that. You didn't know what the fuck you were doing. You still don't know what you're doing. All right. No, I remember I straight fat fingered it and it was right at the end and uh, you're about to cancel for me. I was like, nah, fuck it. Let's just run with no, it. No, I tried to and buy it from you, but you're a pussy. You, you, you full of fucking All right, you two shit. little immature women. Let's just talk horses, <laughs> not about whose fault the bat clamshells or the person that told them the wrong Anyways, numbers. Anyways, that Dirt hasn't got essential qualities run uh, start spot yet correct in the past three attempts. So it doesn't yeah. matter whose fault it is. Let's just, just get go, to the damn horse. Just get to the Oaks right now for me. All right. So I'm looking at the Oaks right now. So at the Oaks, Dirt says the 10 and the 12 are undefeated. They're unstoppable. But one of them's got to come in first. The other one's got to come in second. So, Dirt, what's your pick? How are you going to do that? You're going to box it? Who's training the 10? The 10 is trained by Todd Fletcher. Oh, you and know he's the, going uh, with the 12 because Chad Brown's doing it and dirt sucks Chad Brown's dick left and right. Anything Chad Brown runs, you fucking bet it, boys. If he's, five to one, if he's got an even money favorite and a 5-1, to one, bet the 5-1 to because they're going to pull the even money up at the end and let the 5-1 to one win. Oh, and he's got Irad Ortiz in the saddle. Oh, my God, now it's dirt's pleasure zone. Watch. I'm going to fucking box that for exact. Ryder, that, that pick that I sent you with the 10-12 with all those horses, I will be putting Dallas in second and third for a trifecta in there. Because if Dallas gets second, or, or if Dallas is going to get third, he ain't going to run them two horses down. But when all those other fucking donkeys are sleeping, Dallas rolls in at 99 to 1. Yeah, I'm going to have a little chubby cashing that ticket tomorrow. Let's talk, let's, let's talk about a possible. Let's talk about a possible third. You say Dallas Stewart with Will Secret at 30 to 1. That's the 11 horse. That's my. But, that's uh, a there's also, of course, if you want to have a little lower money, you got the um, number six, which is three to one travel column. Or he's gonna fall three, down. He's gonna fall down. Or number three, uh, Claire at five to one. Um, that one's uh, uh, Stephen uh, Osmusen. I don't know how to pronounce Amusen. that correctly. Amusen. And then uh, travel column is Brad. Just call him asshole. So those two are the ones with better money, but. Um, but yeah, the eleven could be dirt secret. Will secret, but we're changing it to dirt secret for the folks out there. 
I think you got to go with those two. Like, yeah, I would love to bet an Oaks Derby double with Dallas and hope Dallas wins. But I mean, a lot, a lot of shit's got to play them all. You know, the I'm telling you, I saw Oakland. It was fucking shit storm raining. It's gonna be sunny up there though. What uh, what app do you use for the uh, for the weather? And that was just Weather Channel. No weather app talk, Dirk. Keep going. The fucking weather people don't. They don't know their fucking elbow from their asshole. <laughs> it should be a beautiful day for the ponies to run. Um, but yeah. So moving on to that. Hey, what do y'all have on travel column? He's a fucking bum. Travel columns three to one. Um, he run in the uh, Louisiana Oaks. He's a fucking bum. His uh, career stats: he had five starts, three first places, one second, one third. Um, so he's, uh, you know, win place are shown every time he's been out there. That's a Philly, huh? That's in the Philly race, huh? Yeah, y'all keep yeah, saying yeah. him, and it's all chicks, dude. Fridays for the yeah, bitches. I know, that's what I'm saying. When you said him, because my buddy who don't he don't know jack shit about horses either. He texted me and said his friend said it's the best bet of the day on Friday. He texted him that travel column, and I was like, who the fuck's this? You know, I never heard it. I'm telling you, that horse only won. It probably won the Louisiana Oaks. That bitch is gonna win the the Kentucky Oaks. That bitch ain't. I put money on it right now. Y'all want to do gentlemen's better case of beer? Anybody wants to do it? I'll bring you some Asahi. Yeah, bring me one of those fine. Uh, Travel Collins coming off first place at the fairgrounds in March. March 20th came in first place. Yeah, that's the Oaks. Well, that was a grade two. Fairgrounds ain't, they don't really care about the the girls that much, bro, because the Derby's a grade one, one million. You know, the Oaks should be a little bit better race, a more purse, more pricey little uh, tag for them. That's why none of the big horses come down here. What other big races they got off Friday, boys? Other big races, I don't know as a whole. Obviously, as you go throughout the day, you may want to look at um, some of the shorter races uh, with some of the uh, better uh, trainers. You know, those ones that are going to have the better horses for a quick sprint, you may luck out on that. I'm telling you, Big Bob, he's he's going to be pissed because he ain't got no shit going on in a derby. He's going to steal the undercards. He'll win three. He'll run. He'll win five races this in these two days. Yeah, you know, Big Bob and his little dick, he going to win five. Yeah, tell me about, oh, Big Larry. Big Larry's got a race going on, the number nine tomorrow. Um, no, I'm betting Big Larry, man. Big Larry's got man, window he, at 10 to 1 in the number nine. He hasn't been making any noise at all this year at the fairgrounds, but I mean, like I said, me and my dad went over there probably six times this year with the COVID. Yeah. And there was only one teller at the fucking place. They were serving uh gas station fucking chicken sandwiches, uh hot dogs and a nacho cheese and and, and nachos. You know, like not the that's good. Either. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk more about the but, nachos. <laughs> but um we did have to go order Lyuzas, you know, the famous place by the track when you go hit the track up, go to Lyuzas and get you something to eat. Yeah, that's if anybody if anybody's listening about the number nine uh race tomorrow that I was just speaking of, uh I think I got a good uh <laughs> I mean a good exact box. You got Big Bob with the uh, Calypso number eight horse. 
he's running at five to one. Uh, his last <laughs> race was uh, third. It wasn't very impressive, but so I'm having him come in second. But I'm coming him coming behind uh, Big Larry's windmill at ten to one. Who's uh, had a couple of first place wins recently, so uh, I think that's kind of a safe bet for that one. That's on the turf at a five furlong. Y'all got to download. Y'all got to download Equibase and start that's looking, what I'm looking at. at. You got to look at workouts, bro. Like I told you, it's all about what they're doing now. I don't care what they did 20 days ago, a year ago, whatever. If they won two races this year, they ran two times and won two races. Go to the window and bet them. That that horse is in good form. I don't care if they went oh and fucking a thousand last year. If they won two this year and they got good works on on paper, then you go to the window. That's what it's all about. And a little bit about the trainers too. But everybody does the same thing. It's about the fucking horse. What else we got? Well, we do have the big Lager, race on you Saturday. Got five pages of fucking, you got five pages of BS and you ain't got nothing to say yet. <laughs> Pull out those five pages that you've been drawing on the shitter. Let's go. Get oh, us I'm looking action. at them, man. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to go with the Saturday race. Hey, Dirk, know, get out of the way go. of the person that won the exact box from last year. Authentic, tis the law. Young Jeremy hitting that big money. Dirt, what'd you do last year? Nothing, you pussy. I didn't even fucking bet. I didn't even yeah. watch the race. Bullshit, you didn't bet the Kentucky Derby. You're full of shit. <laughs> I took the year off with the coronavirus, brought a coronavirus. <laughs> I had corona last year. <laughs> shit. Guys, I don't know about y'all. Y'all ready to talk about some real racing? Let's get on Kentucky the big Derby. dog. Let's get I on guess. the big dog, huh? All right, boys. So Saturday we had the Kentucky Derby. And there the we one go. Post, in the one post, we have known agenda with odds at six to one. In the two posts, we have like the king at 50 to one. In the three posts, we have Brooklyn Strong at 50 to one. In the four posts, we have keep me in mind at 50 to one. On yeah, the fifth post, fifth post, we have St. Hood at 50 to one. In the sixth post, we have Obesos at 20 to one. In the seventh post, we have Mandaloon. At fifteen to one, in the eight post we have Medina Spirit at fifteen to one. In the nine post we have Hot Rod Charlie at eight to one. In the ten post we I'll have ten, and we'll mid- talk about one through ten, and then go eleven to twenty. Now let's just get through the names first. In the right, ten post, up, in the ten post we have Midnight Bourbon. Do they got Bourbon. any Japs in there yet? Any Japs horse? What about any of Chinese horses? Yeah, actually, actually, a future Chinese horse is going to be soup and sandwich because they're going to eat that bitch. Yeah, have one. <laughs> in the about in the t- in the ten post, we have Midnight Bourbon at twenty to one. In the eleven post, we have Dynamic One at twenty to one. In the twelve post, we have Helium at fifty to one. In the thirteen post, we have Hidden Stash at 50, 50 to one. In the fourteen post, we have Essential Quality. Who's a heavy favorite at two to one? In the fifteen post, <laughs> we have heavy favorite. <laughs> in the fifteen post, we have rock. We have rock your world at five to one. In the sixteen post, we have King Fury at twenty to one. In the seventeen post, we have highly motivated at ten to one. In the eighteen post, we have super stock at thirty to one. In the 19 post, we have soup and sandwich at 30 to 1. <laughs> but I have it at even odds to go straight to China right after. <laughs> and, the, and then in the 20 post, we have Bourbonic at 30 to 1. Odd subject so, to change on race day. 
of course. And of course, they will drop. They, they will be affected on race day. Come post. You're changing right now. I could go drop a hundred bucks on soup and sandwich right now and put his odds down. So, and and that's exactly how it works. You, you know, come Derby time, especially, uh, you're going to have all these last minute people that are come tomorrow. Money. Well, oh yeah, uh, uh, you know, like you said, they're starting now. These odds are changing, but. You know how it is. The last 10 minutes of the race, just people just money drop. And like, you're going to see some of these 15 to 1 horses drop to 3 to 1. Uh, some of these 6 to 1 horses might go up to maybe 10 to 1. It, it's just, it, it's crazy. You know, um, I'm going to tell you right now what horse is going to drop is that anything with bourbon in its name, people are going to bet that that horse is dropping. Any That Charlie horse probably will drop down drop. to like 5 to 1. You got to see what odds you want to take for some of these long shots. Like, I'm not messing with. None of them. I'm putting the 14 on top. I think the one, I like the one a little bit. That's why I was trying to tell you, let's break it down to where we could talk about what we know, are. What to, so, so, know, Dirt, I don't have I'm, shit with you. so I'm going to explain, I'm going to explain to you guys what I have in these notes. Um, so I have notes on multiple horse, on many horses. Um, a lot of the horses that are, you know, especially 20 have odds of 21 or better. I'm not going to really talk much about these horses that are 30 to 1 or 50 to 1. I don't want to waste time. Yeah, there's time. nothing to talk about. Fuck. <laughs> so, um, so, these so basically these horses that are 20 to 1 and all the way up to the horse essential quality that's 2 to 1, I have notes about. So I think that uh, what I have is I'm, I'll go over my notes on all these horses. And um, after I speak about each horse, you know, if you guys have any comments – uh, or want to add anything on, I think that's the best way to go. Uh, what's your thoughts, uh, Harley? I think Dirt oh, has no no fucking <laughs> research on any of these, so I can't wait for Dirt to just chime in. Let's do it, Jer. All right, Wider, guys. You, did you write my picks down for me, Wider? Mm-hmm. 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 There you go. That's all I need. I got you're fucking wider in here. See, we'll, we'll, meet, we'll, we'll be here donkeys and bitches. Secretary. We'll talk about the donkeys, and we got the bitches that will write the bets down. Kevin, write my bets down later. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why don't you let him talk to him like that? I'll slap the fuck out of him from all the way from right here through the phone and say, man, we'll knock the hair off his head. Listen, it ain't about you know, I really think the one. I really think. I really think the one horse is going to show up. You know, well, no, everybody's I, like the black plague. They don't want to be in the one hole. The only thing is. He's got to show speed to get out. So however much they use in that first hundred yards of that race is going to determine where he's going to finish. If he what? has to burn a lot of energy to get out and stay his position, so be it. But you can't take back. You He has nowhere to do. He can't take back. He can't do none of that shit because everybody's coming over, and then he's going to have to go wide, you know? Well, that that's exactly what I have about him. So let me go over him real quick. So um, – First horse I have information on is the horse that's in the one post, as we just mentioned. Known your agenda. Uh, once again, his odds, his starting odds are at six to one. He has six starts in his career with three wins, one place, and one show with career earnings of $540,000. His trainer is Todd Pletcher, and his jockey is Ired Ortiz Jr. Uh, known agenda is one of the main candidates for this year's Derby. Um, especially with his two most starts at Gulfstream. Uh, his first starts as a three-year-old was disappointment after finishing fifth in the Sam F. Davis stakes. After that race, Tom Pletcher decided to add blinders to improve his focus. And blinkers, since then, he, blinkers, not blinders, you fucking dummy. Blinkers, blinkers. I have written down. Good call. 
and read your fucking writing. <laughs> ever since then, he went on to have uh, two very good wins. Uh, one with 11 length win at Golfstream in allowance, and a two and three quarter length victory at the Florida Derby. All uh, right. His running style is talk stalker and closer, and th- that's what worries me about this horse is that he's where, in the one post. Where the hell is uh, where the hell is the Musin's horse at that won the Arkansas Derby? Ricardo Santana. Where is he at? I thought Which he horse? was in the one. Uh, Ricardo Santana. He won the Ricardo Oakland. San- that is uh, the Super Shock. Where is he super at? Shock. He's in the 16-18 hole. Fuck. Yeah. He, the, he, I thought he was in the one hole. No, no, he ran a good race, but he, uh, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of talent in that race. That's why he just kind of went past him. He's speaking. But no, that one horse, I don't, y'all don't know nothing about speed figures. So it goes, he ran a 109 buyer and, uh, in his last race. I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to see, like, I read a little bit of the comments. I don't think he was even asked. And I think he just ridden out the last little bit of that race. But a 109 is pretty quick. That's, he's got one of the top buyer speeds out of the whole race. There's only one other horse that has a higher rank than him. And that's the, uh, that's the favorite. I think he's in the 14 post. Correct. Well, uh, yes, he's in the 14 post. He's central quality. But, um, Dirk, just like you said earlier, that's the thing I'm worried about, known agenda. You know, he's had some very good runs, but he's a closer. And uh, I'm afraid at that one position, at that one post, especially, he, he's going to get stuck, especially with 20 horses in this race. It's going to be very difficult. Whole, once he got the one position and they did the draw the other day, they took him to the gates probably. This, uh, what they, they drew on Tuesday. I guarantee you he went in the gates Wednesday and Thursday, probably today to try to get a little more speed out of him and then get him settled. I mean, you have to go. I don't think there's any other thing. If you hold back, I don't, I don't know. You know, that's a lot so, of, that's a lot of kickback coming. You know, it's a lot of fucking dirt in your face. So, so do you think that if, because he is going to have to get a early start, he's, he's going go. to he's gonna have to be a pace setter from the start. I think, you know, and then I think he's maybe got go a break. Outside. He's got a break. He's got a mm-hmm. break and he's got to go about 200 yards, the whole position. You know, so break, you, get him going, but a do you, bit, you settle him down, and then you can get him relaxed you, on the backside. But do you, you think that? Go. Do you think that that sprint's going to wear him out? Yes. I, listen, I, I, I've I've watched this horse. I've watched the past three races. When I came home today, I watched past three races on this horse. He is. He has a. He has a pro and a con to being in the first hole. You know, coming out of the gate. The the pro is obviously he's a closer, so he doesn't have to be a pace setter, which isn't his strength. So even if he gets you know kicked out or you know middle of the pack halfway through, as long as he can work his way to the outside, he's got a chance to you know win place or show. There is he's no possible way the outside. This he's, not be able to, he's not moving. No, he's not, he's not moving from the rail. Listen, let me tell you about the con. Yeah, I the agree. con is obviously what you, you guys were just saying is. If this horse can't get out front, if he can't make that first step, which I don't think he can, he's not going to be one to just break away speed starting off. And if he does, that's going to wear him out. You can just throw him in the back of the pack, and the jockey's going to pull up and grab a bush light on the home stretch. But yeah, you're right. uh, if he uh, if he can just kind of hold it and get somehow, some way in the middle of the pack outside, he's got a chance to at least. If he can get, him, if he can get that horse out breaking within the first 200, before that first turn, if he has good position and he can get a nice little snug hole and get him out relaxed, I think he'll be fine. Exactly, like but he has to do I, that. He can't I, just I, try I, to run I, to the front. 
if, 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 what are you going to do, Dirt? What are you going to do? Just make aunt, a call. You know what they say about if, if your fucking aunt had nuts, she'd be uncle. I had them, to be honest with you, I had, I was going to box the 115. And I was going to do, y'all don't really know these bets. He means 114. He means 114. Yeah, one, 114, He's been 15, correct. 15 every day, all day. Yeah, 114. So look, y'all don't know about the uh the width bet. So when you do trifecta, Wider's gonna be able to do it. I know about the computer. fucking width bet, you pussy. That's the easiest bet to do. I almost hit the superfecta three years ago when Mendel when that fucking Mendelist Mendelin or whatever the fuck that Mendelson. <laughs> he took my fucking I hope that motherfucker's dead right now. First of all, you almost always hit a bet when you do all with something. No, I you needed him. I had a ten dollar super factor. But how you do it is you got to pick a horse that you think's gonna win. I hey, think this is a shitty say field. what? I think this is a shitty field. I think the fucking fourteen pisses on them. So I think they're racing this, for second. Yeah. Uh, so I, what I think on uh, well, let's just move on to the next horse. We talked. To, well, let's talk about each horse and let's well, talk about you know. No. No, because I think that it's important that I know that we're taking a long time on this one horse, but this is a very important horse for this race. Um, you only, only got six horses you need to talk about. And we'll right. get to the big daddy in a minute because let's be real. He's he was the two year old champion last year. That means he had the biggest cock at all of them. He slapped all of them with his cock last year. He beat everybody in the Breeders' Cup two year old race. Who? So who? Essential quality. The 14. He run in the Breeders' Cup. He run in the Breeders' Cup. Yeah, we're talking so, about the one horse right now, you ding-dong. That's what I'm saying. We're going to get – we only need to talk to, about five of these fuckers. Now nah, we're going to go through more of I ain't talking about soup and, uh, soup and shit and all that. I don't care about right. that. All right, let's move on to the next horse. Let's move on to the next horse that I have notes on. Because let's just talk about the horse, and then we'll talk about the end where we Christ. think they play. I bet soup and shit hits the board. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> All right. The I'm next horse that I have information on is in the sixth post, Obeso, at 20 to 1 with uh, five career starts with two wins, one show with career earnings of $172,000. The trainer is Greg Foley. The jockey is Marcelino Pedroza. Obeso My profiles dad. is the interesting long shot for this year's Derby. Uh, he is the son of the 2013 Derby winner, Orb. Uh, yeah, he didn't so start the Derby and wins in that trainer. <laughs> he didn't start Ford. the Derby trial until at this year's Rising Star Stakes presented Risen by the Star. Take- it's Risen Star, you dummy. Risen Star Stakes presented by the yeah, Talk of Small Podcast sponsor, Lamarck Ford. Shout out. Uh, he presented by in- Army he- Surplus Store. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He finished. Hey, Jared, uh, while we're uh, giving uh, Jesus Christ, you got a promo code for Smile Army Surplus? Yeah, let me finish the fucking notes. That's the promo code. (laughs) Uh, Derby Derby one, one, get all your camo needs. (laughs) Your connection to the outdoors. Yeah, Derby Derby one. It's right next to Scuttlebutt's where they're ripping the billboard sign down. So don't go there, (laughs) go to Scuttlebutt's instead. He finished fourth in that race, but improved at the Louisiana Derby by showing behind Hot Rod Charlie and Midnight Bourbon. More exactly. to come on them he's later. A, he's a uh, loser. He showed he run third in the Derby. That's why he he run third in Louisiana Derby. That guy Greg Foley is in way over his head. That horse is twenty to one. I guarantee you he'll be fifty to one by the time they go to the post. No, nah, I agree. I don't think that uh, 
This he said, dude, can't out-train my dad. <laughs> he shit. Look. Yep, that's what he is. So, yeah, so I expect Obesto to finish in the 12 to 10th uh, place range. We're He's not going to see anything 20 from first, him. And there's only 20 horses in the race. He's going to – he might win the next race. I got you. Fucking bum. All right, in the seventh post, we have Mandaloon at 15 to 1 with a rec- with five career starts with three wins and one show, career earnings of $361,000. His trainer is Brad Cox, and the jockey is Florence uh, Guru. He can run. He can run. Uh, Mandaloon was once highly rated by many analysts like myself uh, after showing improvements in his first two starts as a three year old. But then he regressed his last final prep at the Louisiana Derby where he faded badly towards the end. I don't expect anything. I do from recall him. that he is a he was the uh favorite though. He was the he was the heavy favorite. When I and, went to the uh, derby a few times, he was the talk of the track this year, this horse. He never showed up never showed up. Correct. So I don't know. He might have bled. You never know what happened. There might be mm-hmm. something that's not wrong with him. Y'all watch y'all watch that movie Secretary. Big Red had that ulcer in his mouth. Something might be bothering him inside. You can't see. Third question. Uh, Brad Cox, does he run a lot at the fairgrounds? He's a hell of a normally? trainer. He's a, yeah, he's a coming guy. Is he at the fairgrounds often, though? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's got a, yeah, he's got a whole stable out there. He's got 60, uh, 60 back there. But he's got that big filly that uh, he's got that big filly that they just had. Doesn't he have the favorite in that race, too, the Derby? Brad Cox? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, Brad. Brad so, Cox, uh, I'm a, this is what I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with this horse right here. Brad Cox, that horse has been working. That horse has been working with the derp, the favorite, the 14 horse. I mean, they're in the same barn. Same, he put, I don't want to say it would be nice for him to win. But he might get a piece of the pie, you know, because he's been running against – he looks at that other horse every day. You know, they're in the same barn, probably in the same stalls next to each other. But let's go back to the trainer. That dude had that big filly last year, that uh, Midnight uh, Bishu or whatever. Oh, no, Mahomedy girl. Monogamy or whatever the, the name is. Monomy she girl. Monomy girl. girl. Come on. I girl. didn't know. I thought it was a G-Y in there. He had her. She. This is how I know he's taking this race serious for that big horse, because she was just supposed to piss on the field. And she just lost the other day. She ran in a big. They had a big stakes race the other day, and it was her return to the track. She didn't do shit. She shit the bed. That's what she did. But anything that he has, they're all training it together. So if the one horse is uh, his is two to one, he's been beating that other horse working next to each other. You get what I'm Roger. saying? Yeah. All right, moving on. In the eight post, we have Medina Spirit at 15 to 1 with five career starts with two wins and three places, career earnings at $315,000. The trainer no is no other than big fucking Bob Baffert and his big fucking dick. <laughs> And the jockey, John Velasquez. Yeah, you know Big uh, Bob's going to be hitting him with the fucking roids. He's hitting him with the juice right now. I, th- I really think he might be. Uh, Medina Spirit is considered a long shot, and um, but he is the only horse by Big Bob that's in this derby this year. Bob did have two other horses, but um, unfortunately, I believe one of them had an injury and uh, couldn't make it this year. Can you um, tell races that horse ran in? 
what what yeah, so let, let me talk about let me talk about this horse and some things I've seen with this horse. Wait, so, what did that horse did he run in a Santa Anita Derby? Well, if y'all would let me finish my fucking Anita notes, but listen. But hey, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So let me tell let me, me put a, let me put a quick injection on this and Jeremy can shut this one short. So Big Bob Baffer gets a lot of looks, but in this case, I watched the Santa Anita Derby. That was the same race that my yeah, uh, my other favorite in this uh, Derby, uh, Rock Your World, ran in. And um, Rock Your World made uh, this horse look like, you know, child's play. It looked like he had dead leg the whole race. So Medina Spirit came in at four to five in this race. Big favorite. And Rock Your World just led it from post to post. He uh, made it look easy, just smoothly ran the whole race. Medina Spirit struggled to keep up in the third yeah, position. Yeah, I saw that race before I got when I got home. That yeah. horse, it was fucking handwritten the whole way down the stretch. Struggle, it struggle. Like that horse wasn't even watched. And, uh, they interviewed the guy after, and he goes, man, we're just going to ride the wave. Whatever happens, whatever happens. He goes, we got a spot in the gate uh, for Derby Day. That's where we're going. But it looked like that horse didn't even have to even go in the tank to get anything out. Like that's you what I'm saying. So you talking about I, Medina Spirit, or are you talking about Rock Your World? I'm talking about the winner. I'm talking about Rock yeah, Your Rock World. Yeah, Rock Your World. Showed, no, I watched him the whole the time. He just he breezed the whole race. Yeah, it looked like he didn't even get axed. You know, so that has me thinking. Uh, maybe the big shit ain't coming out of Santa Anita this year in California, where Jeremy's at. Maybe the big shit's coming <laughs> out there. You know, I'm, I'm just west of it. <laughs> you know, because when. You want to see a horse to see how it, like that Oakland Derby race, where them two horses, when that horse looked at the other horse in the eye, you know, it, he wasn't going to be denied. You want a little bit of fight, but you you also want to know that, that the competition's good. Like, yeah, that horse wasn't asked, so what's going to happen on Derby Day when he's got to dig a little deeper? He's got to go more, and these other fucking horses ain't going to turn down. No, like, absolutely. there was nobody in the picture. That's, folks, that's the thing that folks me. that are like, listening, I hope you're not confused. Gert's talking about Rock Your World, the number 15 horse, not Medina which, Spirit. Which we will talk more about later. Right, Medina Spirit. Big Bob's got a little dick this year. Big Bob's got a little dick this year. It's a little well, it, dick. He ain't doing nothing. No. Uh, you, you know what, though? I mean, I don't think that Medina Spirit is going to finish in the top three, but I really wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, Medina Spirit in a super factor somewhere. I'm playing that fucking horse to come in second or third. I'll tell you that right now. Dirt, that talk about the right horse. horse. I am. I'm talking about Big Bob's horse. Oh, that car coming in second or third. Oh, no, I mean, I, 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 what I really wouldn't. What are we talking about I, I here? Are we talking about Bob's little dick horse or are we talking about another horse? You yeah, we're talking, talking about, we're talking about. Min- dick horse didn't oh, win Anita. Yeah, we're talking about Medina Spirit at 15 to 1. That's the horse that I'm going to play second and third. Oh, you're wasting your money. That, I think that fucking horse, something was wrong with that horse in the Santa Anita Derby. If he's a heavy favorite and he didn't show up like that, that horse that, that won that race ain't that good. I'm thinking that horse bled or something. You don't know. We don't know. There's something, or there's a reason why that horse didn't run bad. <laughs> All these horses are bleeding. There's only three fucking people. There's only three <laughs> things that knew about that fucking shit. The vet, Big Bob, and his little dick and that horse. <laughs> so I will be putting that horse on my fucking ticket. Put it on. You're not leaving Bob Baffert off for any fucking ticket. Dirt That's loving like the top Equibase speed figure of 109 from Medina Spirit. Dirt big, big speed figure guy. That's well, it. It's all about speed when you got a fucking timed race. If you're fucking slow as shit, I'm not going to bet you it's a fucking timed race. Well, I, I really wouldn't be surprised to see Medina Spirit up there. Uh, like I said, 
Uh, it's Bob Baffert. Well, Bob well, it, Baffert. That's what all. That's all you need to say. The horse could be shit. Big Bob's got the best drugs. And he's got the best fucking jockey. That's there's nothing. There's no hiding. It. There's nothing to say about it. That's Big Bob's. It's Big Bob's world, and we just living in it. It is. It is hard to bet against them. White-haired bastard. All right, guys, moving on. In the nine post, we have Hot Rod Charlie with odds of eight to one. Fuck yeah, uh, he has seven career starts with two wins, one place, and two shows with career earnings of one million dollars. Uh, his trainer is Doug O'Neill. That's a cheat. He'll be cheating. He'll be cheating his ass off the line. <laughs> Derek, tell me, tell me about Doug O'Neill. Do you know about Doug? He's O'Neal? a fucking cheater. He used frog piss when he won the Derby that one year, and then nobody knew about it. He fucking what? Ah, he had a bad test. <laughs> what? Go look it back up. I wish I would have looked it up before we came on. He had the fucking horse that won the race. Uh, he had that one where he, they were scared to cash the ticket. They scratched him. I think. I think he won the first two legs, and then they scratched him the third. Yeah, he used frog piss. He's a fucking cheater. Wait, what does frog what piss do? But he'll be using all kind of legal shit to get this one across the wire. Does the frog piss yeah. like go for the drug test, or the frog piss is just extra here? No, I don't know. Enhancing shit, enhancing. He had enhancing shit. It was some kind of fucking illegal shit. It, it, they said it was frog piss. It's some illegal shit that uh, it was like steroids. They had him. He had a bad test, but he wound up passing. You know, they said shit. You know, I don't know what the fuck was the verdict on it, but. Can somebody look that horse up? Look up Doug O'Neill. He had a nice little fucking... I think he was pretty high odds when he won. How about we talk about the current horse that Doug O'Neill is training with? Yeah, his hot rod, Charlie. He shit. <laughs> hot rod Charlie will be one of the middle odds surprise in this year's Derby. Uh, he's shown a lot of consistency since moving from turf to dirt last fall. Uh, he finished second to essential quality at the Breeders' Cup uh, while at that time having 40 to 1 odds. He then finished third at the Robert B. Lewis Stakes at Santa Anita and then went in the Louisiana Derby by going wire to wire. I truly think that Hot Rod Charlie is going to be a top contender for this race. Why do you think um, that Santa Anita? I mean, why do you think they moved him from California to the Louisiana? Because he well, wasn't going to get in the fucking race. He wasn't getting in the gate to be. He wasn't going to be Big Bob shit over there. Well, which is very possible. I mean, because the uh, Louisiana Derby, usually Louisiana Derby, Louisiana Derby horses never really uh, do much in the Kentucky Derby. So that, um, what is that going to tell you, Sager? The fucking value of that race is weak. That, like I was telling Wider before we got on, I'm not disagreeing. If, I'm the just, Oaks, if we have a horse that goes from the Louisiana Oaks to the dirt to the uh, Kentucky Oaks, watch that horse because that's a nice filly. So. Ladies tend to do a lot better than the guys over there at Churchill. I don't know what it is. The o- Louisiana Oaks has all kind of winners that we had over there. We can't sniff the fucking thing on the derby. We had a horse pull up. But, but don't forget, I mean, he did finish second in the Breeders' Cup. Juvenile. I that, mean, he, a, he's a quality roar. That's a big fucking point there. Now, it doesn't seem like he had the great campaign. He had a better campaign from when he was two to three. You know, it seemed like Maybe the, that one race took a lot out of him because it seemed like he regressed a little bit and then yeah, finished. Yeah, I mean, know, he did finish know. third at the Robert B. Lewis Stakes. So yeah, well, I you mean, don't ever know what happened. Right. It, it's tough to keep a horse together for you know three years, much less you know day to day. He's probably bleeding. I'm telling you, <laughs> you'll see when I claim when I claim my horse that I had. Quit laughing, you fucking. We ain't even heard from you. 
when I claimed my horse, she had a huge chip on the uh, she had a huge chip on her back leg from when her front leg and her back leg hit. And I that's guess that's why nobody fucks with her. Because you bought that bitch when she was spoiled milk. <laughs> I fucking could have made money with her. Now I can't. She's fucking king of Zulu. <laughs> But yeah, I think Hot Rod Charlie has. I, I think Hot Rod Charlie runs a good race. I really do. Yeah, he'll be third or fourth. I got it in my Superfecta play. Why? How many, him. Dirt, how many you got in your Superfecta play? Because you said that about four horses already, so you tied <laughs> up. And you still got the big dogs left. I sent you the thing. I can't pause it and go back and write my shit down. <laughs> I keep the paper and tell it to you. Did you write that shit down? No, I got it on my text. I know how to work a phone, Dirt. I can just flip up my screen and go back to my text. Without losing this? Yeah. All right, I got it. No, I got it. I don't need you. I don't need you. Thanks. All right. Moving on in the 10 post, we had Midnight Bourbon at 20 to 1 with seven career starts with two wins, two places, and three shows. Career earnings of $460,000. Trainer is Steve Osman. Uh, jockey is a Hall of Famer. That's what I meant. Jockey is a Hall of Famer, Mike Smith. Uh, Midnight Bourbon hasn't dazzled many uh, Derby watches in his three stakes races at the fairgrounds this year, but he has fired just about every single time. Uh, he did go wire to wire in the LeCompte Stakes, and then showed in the in the Rising Star Stakes. Risen, uh, it's risen. Same thing. Uh, and then he placed again in Louisiana Derby. Uh, ha- ha- having Mike Smith as his trainer is, and having the solid pedigree of Tisnow, who was a two-time Breeders' Cup winner, what can we expect from Midnight Bourbon? I mean, you know, he's he's a solid horse. Uh, I expect him to finish somewhere in the top eight, top seven. Uh, this is, is a he in your super dirt. This is a little note about the trainer. I'm used to Ed Curlin. He can win. The, he can win it. Mm-hmm. What number are we on? Ten. But I think, Jerry, I think you're absolutely right. I think he's just a middle-of-the-pack kind of guy. You know, I, I think him and Hot Rod Charlie are going to be in that kind of that frame right there. Um, but, you know, be careful to everybody out there that may be betting the day of just because of some of the names and stuff like that. He may, you know. That's what we're saying. So He pod- may come out at a lower odd than 20 to 1, but uh, don't be fooled. He's just a middle-of-the-pack I'm glad we're making this pod now. So when people listen to it tomorrow and we're telling them, don't bet this horse because of the name. Yeah, we all like bourbon, but we're not going to waste our money on it. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one sleeper bourbon pick later on, though. That could be a possibility, but go ahead. I'm going to tell you right now, this horse has a shitty work the other day, and then he came back with a 59. He looked good. Yeah, yeah but, and, I mean, he does have seven starts, and he's one place to show in all the races. I mean, this, 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 this horse knows how to how to run. And, you know, they paid, paid $525,000 for this horse at the sale. Um, yeah, he's a nice horse, but I don't think he's the one that's going to win the Derby. Yeah, I, I agree, but is he a horse that might be worth it to throw some money on the show? No, unless you, unless you can bet a horse to win eighth place, no, it ain't worth the money. Otis, no, Otis. no, you, you, you didn't hear me. It's, it, it, is, is he is he worth the gamble? No, take, put a few bucks right to now. place or show. Rod Charlie's a better gamble than this horse is. Yeah, take your pen and cross this one out like he's scratched because uh, boys, yeah. he don't have a chance. I don't have him. Is my now that wider, now that wider got me telling me that I can go back and forth to screens. I can see this horse. Boys, 
we're gonna drink bourbon in this horse's honor. So fuck it. Scratch it. Uh, go on, Jer. I'm not arguing with that. I just think if you want to bet a few bucks, it wouldn't do be it. a bad bet. Sager, we'll let Sager be the only ass time to lose. <laughs> let let the record show that Midnight Bourbon's the only one not in dirt super factor right now. That's a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't beat you in a race, Harley. He couldn't beat you in a race. I bet you over this fucking horse. It's All right, let's dirt. get to it. Let's get to a top bitch. In the 14 posts, we have Essential Quality at 2-1. to one. Um, He has five career starts and five wins, career earnings of $2.2 million. Ooh, Trainer is Brad Cox. Jockey is Luis, is, uh, Luis Sayez. Um, essential Quality that rolls guy. out as the, as the top favorite for the Kentucky Derby, and he's the clear That's favorite as of right now. This is the worst thing about this fucking horse is the jockey. What is this? I, jockey, I agree. What is this horse, what is this jockey gonna do on the big stage? He's never been there. So is he gonna any fucking kind of traffic trouble or something? What's gonna happen when this he has to either make the decision to hit the hole now or go outside? You know, this horse is great, the jockey. That's why I don't see him being that much. Yeah, he's gonna go down because people are gonna bet him. He's a great horse. He's owned by Godolphin. Godolphin's the the uh, look them up. That's the uh, the Arabs. That's the Mashiko Hamas and all. That's the fucking immigrant. They they waited for a time like this. You know, there's probably only going to be fucking uh, fifty thousand people in attendance. Is all, all going to be them fucking people over there? Sager, can you tell the people why you think essential quality is a real deal? Why people are putting their hard-earned cash on essential quality? Why Joe Biden's stimulus check is going to go pretty much all on essential quality? Can you let him know why this is the horse to be betting on? Well, I mean, he has a perfect record. And, I mean, he has big wins. He's won the Breeders' Cup. He's won the Southwest Stakes on a sloppy track. And he won the Bluegrass Stakes at Keeneland, beaten highly motivated by a neck. I mean, those are are big. I mean, especially the uh, Bluegrass Stakes and the Breeders' Cup. I mean, those are huge races. Um, You know what really stands out to me? I've watched both those races. And he, in both those races, he won it in two different ways. Uh, in the uh, bluegrass, he won it from wire to wire, just you know, just a, a, a juggernaut of a race with uh, highly motivated. And then in the uh, Breeders' Cup, it was one of those where he was hung out in the middle of the pack and then come down the wire. He just, you know, overtook about five or six horses just to win by like two lengths. So, all right, well, well, y'all, uh, let me get on this a little bit. Let me let the expert speak now. The reason why that horse was – I bet if you watch that race back, that bluegrass, I bet he came out fired up because he hasn't been out in two months. So he was, you know, yeah, they needed – he was already in the gates for the derby. So I kind of think that they were just putting a race under his belt before the derby, you know, kind of like a prep race. Maybe he was – I guarantee you this horse wasn't all primed up for Fair that race. Question, question, is uh, a win at the Breeders' Cup uh, a uh, automatic yeah, you you automatically start out with like I think you start out with like seventy five points. So regardless of what happened, he would have been in the gates, looking at the Derby field. Yeah, Breeder Cup's two year old race, right? That's the he's the he was the two year old champion. Yeah. So dirt, so dirt, so knowing that, or saying that how do you, how do you think this he's is, gonna how do you think he's gonna run the Derby? Like this is the only question. Technique. How he's much gonna press the pace? This is my only question: is how much did that race take out of him? Because that race was on the the third, so he's coming back. 
he's coming back, what, 29, 28 days? He has a great bullet work, though. He had a bullet work on 424, 8 or 29 that hit the track that day. What, what I like about Essential Quality is his, po- his uh, post position. He's, uh, he's going to press the pace. He's, you know, a little bit, a little bit more than midway uh, in the post, but I think he's had a very good post position for his running style. And, Two things um, are going to happen. He's either going to fucking hit the lead and it's going to be over with, or he's going to fucking not hit the board at all. That's two I, things that's going to happen with this horse. He, that, I, I agree. That race, I don't, took I don't agree on that. I, I think if he does get, you know, a little further back, maybe, you know, the two or three settles in, I think he has the stamina and the, uh, the closing capabilities of winning it regardless. You know, I just if hope that, that we got to see how much that race took out of him. Cause that's a, yeah. it's a quick turnaround. Like that's why nobody really runs. The only reason why you're going to run into bluegrass stakes at, uh, at Keeneland is because you need points or you need to win the race to get in the gates. Yes. That horse didn't need so dirt. That, that horse needed a top three finish to get in the gates. He didn't need to win it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think like wider said, yeah, it was a gutsy race. I don't think that horse was like primed up, ready to rock and roll. That horse needed a race. Now he's going to be tightened up and now he's going to be sharp. So you're either gonna. So I'm, dirt. I'm hoping on. I'm erring on my side where I think, me me being a horse player that, I haven't seen the best of this horse yet. I'm seeing the best on Saturday. So I have a question for you. So should it be a concern with this horse, that I mean obviously yeah as a two year old he won the um, Breeders Cup, but is it a concern that his, really his only real big win as a three year old was the Breeders Cup? That's what I mean, I, I I I think that's a concern, and like you said, maybe we haven't seen the best of him, or but maybe he's we either gonna fold or the he's best gonna be the best. Like that's it. He's either gonna fold or like I don't know. I wish I could watch the interview with the trainer after the race. Maybe Brad was like, "Yeah, you know, we put a race in him because whether he finished first, second, or third, he's in the gates." So well, he ran that race. He ran that race at one forty-eight. So he was hoofing it. Oh, he was. He was. But well, that's what I'm saying. I bet he. Well, I bet when the gates no opened up. No pun intended. Hoofing it, huh? I bet when the gates opened up, he sprung out like a jet because, like, that was like my little filly that I had. She was off for three a month. So when she got in the gates, she took off like a bat out of hell. But it's I don't like and that race because it's a quick turnaround. You know, you got to come back 27 days. <laughs> Let's say he has like a little nick in the barn that you, they saw there after the race. Or How bleeding, or it could be bleeding. Not that it yeah. wasn't that because he ran a big race. You, if you see a favorite pull up that's in a big race, they gave, they gave him frog piss afterwards. Frog piss. They got dirt. Don't worry, but boys. I, I'm gonna get y'all a fucking chance to get in the game because I will have a fucking horse this year. Come November when fairgrounds opens up, y'all bitches will be coming to the track when and we'll have a horse in there. <laughs> I'll put, I'll put a little fucking uh. P.S. Uh, TSP on the fucking saddle or something. I'll give the jockey and say, hey, rep the TSP when you go out there or something. Do something. Uh, we got to get the exclusive interview when your horse either wins or loses. Like, you know, what you're saying, essential quality is going to do. Imme- Man, I wish we would have been, been fucking friends when I had that one horse at law. Uh, I wish we would have been. Little L.A.B.? Yep. Little L.A.B., right? Y'all would have loved to have that reaction, bro. You should have seen my dad fucking ran from me and the little Mexican and his little uh, and his little jockey chick. 
That would have been one, but that was must-see TV. Fuck. Anyways, going back to essential quality, um, you know, I, I I think that he's, I think he's going to be hard to beat. I really it's a clear do. winner. But, it's a clear winner. Everybody's running for second. But I do think that it's a legitimate concern that he has really only one big race as a three-year-old so far. I, I, I think I think that's a legit concern. Um, but it's hard to go against his proven record. So he'll be up there. But tomorrow when I do my capping, we'll boys, tomorrow when I do my capping, I'm going to let y'all know out of all the derby prep races, which horse ran the fastest. That's what you need to look at, times. It's all about times in these races. If one horse went 150 and another horse can do one 147, that horse is three seconds faster at the same distance. Harley, what's your thoughts on essential quality? I think uh, dirt speaks really well. If one horse can go 147 and one horse can go 150, the three seconds definitely matters in racing. Now, I'm not betting this horse. Fuck this horse. Sucks. Overrated. <laughs> 14th post. Never wins. Go back to, like, the 1960s. Get the fuck out of here, Dirt, with your fucking going to win this or going to lose. Time, Harley. It took you eight minutes to get in the pod. Now you here? Fuck. Let me open up another high noon. Hey, I'm, I I, right. I got the Rockies right here. The little Coors Light Pure, a little organicness, and I'm bringing it right to your ass, Dirt. Essential quality. Know, it's going straight to the glue factory. Um, oh, well, boys, it's 11 a.m. my time. Y'all enjoying beers. I'm enjoying me a nice little Coke Zero. I don't know why you're not, <laughs> You act like you got work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you got shit in. Hell <laughs> back home. Go drink. Go do as many hookers as you can and come home. That's what I'd be Also, while like we're that. while we're at this point, I'm glad I'm happy to uh, announce that this will be my last ever podcast from the Orient of Saipan. As I depart back to the great state of Louisiana in two weeks. Please don't come back to Slidell. We don't want you here. Oh, fuck you. All right, hey, moving on. Hey, yeah, can, we, can we take a little break of this podcast and talk about the Yankees splitting the series with the Orioles? No, you got no, this, no. This, this isn't about no. that. This is can we please do that? Derby. Yeah, we got Or that the Yankees shit. and the Orioles share Fuck the you, Kevin. Y'all get, hey, <laughs> fuck you, Kevin. Red Sox got swept by them, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. We'll be announcing we'll be announcing Jeremy's new podcast about the Yankees later in the episode. Thank you. <laughs> moving moving on to the 15 post. We have Got him fired up. We have Rockier World at five to one. Uh with three career starts with three wins, career earnings of five hundred forty six thousand dollars. Trainer is John Sadler. Jockey is Joel Rosario. Dirt, tell me about John Sadler. Huh? Tell me about John Sadler. <laughs> uh, he's pretty good. He trains two-year-olds. He gets two-year-olds in the gate better than anybody. You know? That, I don't know anything about this, dude. You don't know anything about a lot of these trainers. That's what I'm saying. Without That's Big what? Bob. Without You're the Big trainer Bob guy. Mouth, you don't know shit. You're the trainer guy. Where's Big V? I want to see Big V as one of these trainers, man. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen this lifetime. But this is another horse that y'all didn't you failed to mention. This horse is undefeated. This yeah. horse doesn't know how to I lose. did say that. You know, that's pretty good. I mean but he yeah, he, he had the impressive the one, he, he he had a four and a quarter length victory at the Santa Anita Derby. Which went wire that, to wire. 
this Give is the little dickhead that they interviewed after the race. And this is the one that I was talking about that beat Bob's little dick. So this horse here, what what can you get out or what can you take away from that race? I think the Santa Anita Derby was a weak race this year. If Big Bob doesn't have a big monster in the race, then do people even talk about it? Like, I don't know. This horse is lightly raced. He should be fresh. I think he's going to give everybody a run for their money. Do I think he's going to get the money? No. Will he be second? Yeah. Now, yeah, this, this is my this, number two right here. This we'll we'll talk about. They paid the six hundred fifty thousand for this horse in the sale, just for y'all to uh to know about. And look, he's been. This is the thing that I don't like. So the other day he posted a bullet work at Santa Anita on the twenty fourth. Why would they not ship this horse over to Louisville, uh, Kentucky sooner? Why wouldn't he get into Louisville quick? Once you won Santa Anita Derby and you're in the gates, you got to get to the track that you're going to be performing on. You know, I don't like it. So he's either shipping either today. He had to ship today because if he's going to ship tomorrow, fuck that. You know, he's going to be on so, a plane. He might have jet lag. Fuck him. I'm leaving him all. So, so he, here's, here's another legitimate question about this horse is, yes, he had his impressive victory at, at the Santa Anita Derby, but he only, he only has three career races. And his other two races before the Santa Anita Derby were all on turf. Now, this is what I'm go, about the course. He, he, he did go wire to wire on dirt for his first time, but is this going to be an issue? It could be. Um, In progress. You, you, you know, uh, I'm going to tell you about this horse. Each start, he's getting better. But can you take a step back right now? Current time horse. No, you can't. He, he, ran a, uh, he ran a 103 buyer. That's pretty quick. That's nice. Like, I think that yeah, he breezed that 103. He was barely running that thing. I think the competition, well, that's what I'm saying. I know there was nothing in that race because I watched half of the race. I watched the stretch run when I got home. And like I said, it looked like the jockey never even asked. You know, it just showed him the whip and that was it. Didn't hit him not one time. Was anybody coming? No, they were that every all the other horses looked like they were just fucking running in fucking place. Well, that's why I said, uh, what's his face is a waste of money. The Medina Spirit, he gave everything he had and still couldn't handle it. Probably because he got bled know. before the race, but you know, no, they bled during. Or so, wow. so, so here, here's another potential issue. Wider. <laughs> here's another question about Rocky World: Is he's the pace setter? Being in the 15 How do you know coach, he was fucking pace setter. Did you say that? Because I do my research. Um, I agree with Jeremy on that. It's going to be interesting on being in that 15 post. Do you gun him off the start? Do you get him in that lead? Uh, it seems like that's what they're going to do with him uh, due to his uh, wire to wire win at the Santa Anita Derby. Um, Who's the fucking jockey of this horse? Joe Rosario. Yeah, but look who rode him in the Santa Anita Derby. I don't like that. See, this is what I don't like. So you had some Joe Blow on Burrito Raspoli that rode him in the Santa Anita Derby that knows the horse, and then you're going to put Joe Rosario on him. Yeah, that's an upgrade, but fuck, Joe don't know this horse. Joel knows that it's going to be the uh, Kentucky Derby. knows like what's what's at stake and yeah, what's going to happen. But they did the same thing with Seabiscuit, and Seabiscuit didn't give a shit. Seabiscuit. They got the old ice man out the fucking thing, bro. They got <laughs> that was Gary Stevens, <laughs> and he did just fine. 
that no, he, I really hate it for that uh, jockey, though. The one that, you know, gets a chance, you know, no name gets a chance to run in the derby and they pull him. That's yeah, they pull Whoever the fuck that guy was. That's got to Might have been a chick. It looked like that person just, I read the report just now, set pace, cleared, you know, just ran. It looked like, you know, they might have got the lightest person on that horse and just took him to the promised lands. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the report now. But I don't like that, though, that they took that boy off of there. I, hey, I, I got him coming in second, third. He's not going to fight for my money, though. Uh, along yeah. with the other 20 horses you have in your Superfecta. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to get the pick a little bit, dickhead. When I hit that Superfecta this year, I'm going to buy you a flight, and I'm going to make sure it lands in the fucking Atlantic out there. Where you <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> Dirt's going to do a bet all with all. That's what Dirt's going to do. I ain't doing all in all. $15,000 bet. 50 cent bet, $15,000. Right, let's go to highly motivated. My boy, Ted Brown. Let's go. I had stuff on King Fury, but fuck King Fury ain't going to do shit. Um. Yeah, let's move on to the seventeen post. Highly motivated at ten to one with five career starts, two wins, two places, one show with career earnings of three hundred twenty thousand dollars. Trainer, what? trainer is Chad Brown. Jockey is Javier Cassiano. This big name, big names there. Sucks. Why? Fuck Javier. He he's uh let me down in t- too many bets I've made on the derby. Fuck his ass. Yeah, but was he with Chad? You know Brown? why? Because he's not with Chad Brown. He's always uh, with Pletcher. Y- yeah, I, I, for- I forgot Pletcher. Chad Brown's dick tastes better than Pletcher's. You're right. I bet fucking him with Pletcher all the time at Gulfstream, and every time I bet these fuckers when I'm off tracking, they always lose. If I ever see Todd Pletcher and Javier together, I'm killing them both. Put that on. <laughs> they both fucking suck. And they, they, I'm not like I'm betting these horses and they're fucking three to five and they're not even hitting the fucking board at Gulfstream. Fuck them. Get this shit together. Don't fall off. <laughs> get this fucking horse to come in third place. Fucking hot. Here's, here's the thing about highly motivated is I he like had it. he had a damn good race. I like at the bluegrass stakes where I love he set he set the pace around the first two turns and then battled essential quality all the way through the stretch, and he lost by just a neck. Uh, big question with uh, highly motivated is that the derby is a eighth of a mile longer, and he lost down the stretch. I think that's an issue with him. He so, went back and told Chad Brown when he got off of him. Yeah, he got a little tired in the stretch. Chad said, okay, maybe I know that. Because he's got works on paper that look damn impressive. He's got a minute of 47, you know, that's speed. So he, I think you can see this horse on the lead. He might be, he might be on the table. <laughs> you, you know, this, this horse is reminded me. This, this horse is reminded Huh? Wider. You know, who's in, who came from New York? What what, race, what horses came out of Aqueduct that beat this horse that ran second? Uh, I'll have to pull it up. Hang on. Because uh, this horse, he ran against, he's always ran a big dance. And he's, if uh, whoever won at Aqueduct is the horse you need to watch. Because that might be another sleeper in there. Castellanos never won the Kentucky Derby. Always sucks. Chad Brown never won the Kentucky Derby. Dirt, get off his dick. Crowded, is there a horse yeah. named Crowded Trade in there? No, the horse Wayum beat him in Aqueduct. And he's not racing, huh? No, he's uh Wayum's five starts, uh two first, one second. He's a good good horse, but 
but that's what I'm saying. He won that race and get at the Aqueduct, and that's an automatic bid. He could have been in there before this horse, but probably he's got the speed figures. You know, he put a 109 up, like Sega said. He looked at the big. Okay, so if you're gonna bet a favorite that's three to five, why would you not like this horse who just ran right behind him? So if this horse is three to one or thirty to one, and he just ran second or to the yeah second to the favorite that's three to five. Why would you not play this horse together? Uh, th- this horse has reminded me of my Kentucky Derby pick two years ago, Maximum this Security. This horse reminds me of Sager and uh, Thompson's wrestling, where who? Thompson always whips his ass and Sager's always second fiddle to him. I don't know who you're talking about. You must be mistaken us yeah, for Harry Styles and White right Terrier Kid. If, if this horse... If this horse was Ray, if this horse was Harry Styles and White Trash Kid, it would be like uh the fourteen beat. It would be White Trash Kid, the fourteen beating up on a uh, Hillbilly Sager. Okay, hashtag Super Bra Four <laughs> coming your way. There you go. That's uh, what I was getting at, bro. That's what I was getting uh, at. But no, this this horse was reminding me of uh, Maximum Security two years ago, who I picked ten to one. Uh, that horse did win, but the stupid. Bitch had an obstruction. Dude, and I was on that, that shit too. Fuck that bitch. God damn. Okay. Fuck that bitch. So if that that was that was a fucking great pick that we had that year. No, fucking it wasn't. great. A foul is a foul is a foul. Yeah, you, like it, like it, little Ella, little Ella B with her win, huh? <laughs> no, I would have fucking called in though and did the same thing. Yeah, Bill Ma didn't want to win like that because Bill Bill Ma's a Hall of Fame trainer. Yeah, but that's what it is. That was Bill Mont doing whatever they want to do out there. Fuck maximum security, is stupid yep. bitch. I say fuck fouls and let them race. I, them I, knock them off the horse. Oh well, because I would have wanted to race at fucking the fairgrounds. I expect a good race out of highly motivated. I do too. I do too. I'm. Are we going to talk about picks or what? Well, I'm, I want to talk about uh, because I know uh, Kevin. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Wider wanted to talk about the 19. 19- Post soup and sandwich at thirty to one uh, has three career starts, two win, one place. Career earnings of two hundred thousand dollars. Why are you not Trainer is about Mike Cast. That's the horse you need I didn't to, want to talk about because Steve well, Amusen. Well, tell me what, what you what you got on Superstock. Steve Amusen trains this horse, and his brother fucking owns it. So why would he not? It's a fucking family affair over here. Yeah, why and would, it's a, he's in dirt superfecta. So again, he's a good horse. He guess what? Tell he me about that horse. This horse right here, if you leave him off your ticket, you're gonna be sorry. This horse is Dirt, you can only get four <laughs> horses in the super fight. No, you gotta pick. I'm gonna tell you the ticket in a minute. I'm gonna tell you the ticket in a minute to show you idiots how to fucking bet and win big money and not cost you a fortune. All right, so he won the Arkansas Derby, is that right? Yeah, with a 106 buyer. Look at that race. The only horse that I care about that ever won the Arkansas Derby was American fucking Pharaoh. Fuck Guess all the what? other ones. You could have bought that horse for 70000 bucks at the sale. <laughs> Which one? The one we're talking about, Super Saver, whatever the fuck his name is. Super, well, I, I don't know, Dirt. Sometimes we talk about fucking super stock. Sometimes we're going to actually talk about super the horse sandwich. that we spoke about. So I think it's a very valid question on who are you talking about. This is the horse that's going to be closing like a freight train, boys. This is the one that's in your super fact. I got it. <laughs> Look, he runs. Right. 
Friday. So I, wa- wanna... I watched the Arkansas Derby, unlike a bunch of you queers. And I'll that race. Was, that My race dad was... told me about it. Yeah, I know. Your dad's watching it, not you, Dirt. And uh, everybody's got to work every day, bro. Your, your wife orders shit, I you order diapers and stuff. It's called using your time wisely instead of going by high noons at half price up at Winn Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, miser. So this, this race, compared to most Arkansas derbies, was very weak. It was a small field, and uh, that super stock was about halfway through the pack and you know made a late charge, but there wasn't much competition either. It looked like all of them were just going to take a hard right and just keep going out you know, past the first turn into the parking lot. But uh, after that, um, you know, he won, but I don't think it was very impressive by any means. That's a fucking shit can race. Well, I mean, not shit can race. That's a shit can track. That track's like Evangeline Downs. You have no stretch. There's no, if that horse was coming from the, that horse had to be coming from the back. So you, oh, have, maybe, you have maybe 60 yards from the turn to get to the wire to win. And I'm looking at the thing and it says tracked in the two path. So then he had to switch out which means he had no room to go, so he had to go wide, and he came and won. He won by two lengths. So, yeah, it wasn't a, It wasn't very impressive. We really we need to move on from that. Soup and Sandwich has a better chance of making some money. Soup and, San, Soup and Sandwich has a better shot of being on a Chinese menu than winning the race. Track the pace inside. Inch clear. Second turn. Rouse for the drive. Responded. Gone. Yeah, there was only six horses in that race. I mean, anybody, like an Asian person on the interstate in Massachusetts could have driven better than that horse did down the stretch. Stop Asian yeah. hate, Kevin. I'm just saying they can't drive. I'm telling you, put them on the ticket. Who? Now, who are you How? talking about put on the fucking ticket? I'm talking about Superstock. Put them on the ticket. All with all. This horse... I think this horse is uh, Asmussen's best horse in the race. Anyways, Super Sandwich. Super Sandwich won't do shit. He did run well at the Florida Derby by finishing second to Nona Jen. He's got a 106 uh, fucking buyer. No matter how shitty the race is, if he was racing against himself, he went around the track with a fucking watch on, or the, they tracked him. It's a 106 buyer. Tell me a faster horse in there. That Fuck runs yeah. a Let's go. Soup and sandwich. I'm in. <laughs> I want some soup and sandwich. Bet like the soup and sandwich. He ran alone with that time. Let's go to soup and shit. I'm at him now. He's That's what we were fucking talking about. Soup and shit was second in the Florida Derby. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's throw this fucking it. horse away. But they say that's a pretty lively horse, good spirit. So, like, if he takes a big dump before the race, you know, watch out, put a couple bucks on him because he could take okay. off. Where the fuck is that horse known agenda that won, Arkan- uh, won a Gulfstream Derby? Where is he at? Is that the glue factory dirt? We're talking about soup and sandwich. I'm betting soup what and sandwich. Great I'm horse. Going to win. Big money. Bet the place. Bet the show. Bet to win. Soup and sandwich. <laughs> Shit, Harley coming out strong, boy. All these fucking jockeys are gonna shit on themselves when they get uh when they get to the derby. Like Tyler Gaffleyon, he's a little kid. That you could get Babe Ruth or this kid, they got this guy. There's a lot better jockeys. You could get Calvin Burrell out of retirement to ride. Kendrick Camus on the the 20th. Oh, this is the thing that about these little shit jockeys. 
they're going to ride while the other big dogs are quit riding. They're not going to beat the horses. These dudes are going to ride for the money. They're going to ride for that third place and fourth place, and everybody else is giving up. So you got to kind of watch them in the exotics. Well, you know what I'm looking at is the next one, uh, Bourbonic. Uh, that one actually had an impressive race. It was a 72-1 to 1, uh, odds in the uh, aqueduct. Um, they came back and won, you know, late charge. I watched that race. That was a really good race. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's going to place or anything like that. I'm not putting a fucking, if you want to throw $5 on him. I, I wouldn't think, even uh, fucking bet him if you gave me $20. I'm telling you, watch out. Yeah, like, like, like you're shitting on my midnight bourbon pet, uh, bet to possibly throw some dollars on the, to a place or show you're out of I your fucking mind. Him with fucking monopoly money. He's a fucking yeah. This monster. is this is this is my uh mind that bird kind of horse. The one that's never thought about, but the one that has a good backstory too. Got a who cares on. about a fucking backstory? I'm telling We're here you. to win some fucking money. Yeah, it's yeah. about cash. Fuck Back a story. Stories, stories about the money in my fucking pocket. Life Back isn't about stories, stories and nothing. It's about winning money. Drinking beer, having a fucking great time when you win money. And putting ain't about seven fucking horses on your superfecta. <laughs> and fucking bitches, too. Put that on the pod. Uh, all right. So we've gone through the horses. We've gone through the horses. horses. Now it's beat me fucking taped in cement running backwards. This horse sucks. It's He's time to put up or shut up. Workout, 48. This horse is going to come out the gate <laughs> and try to set up the race for Todd Fletcher's other fucking horses. That's all he's in a race for. Give Borbonic some frog piss and it has a chance to come in 10th place. Hit him with the fucking electric whip on the way and tell that motherfucker to hold on. It's my dad time to shut used, up or put my, up. My dad said he used to tell jockeys, he used to put a, uh, this is, you know, we, this is before our times. He said he used to fucking drop electric fucking battery in there. That's how they used to hit the horses with when they come for stretch. My dad said he put in their boot and tell them to fucking hold on, hit him with him when it hits the lane. When they get oh, down geez. the stretch at uh, Jefferson Downs, either that horse is either going to do two things: rear up or fucking fly like a jet. Don't worry, that's boys. Great. I'm making that's a great. turn for this shit. All right, so um, let's go. Th- I mean, Harley, what's your thoughts? Soup and sandwich, bet the place, win, show, all of it. I'm going one horse. Soup and sandwich. Fuck the exotics. One horse. Yeah, that's a loser. That's a fucking... You might as well just drink. I hope you save some money for alcohol. Don't... I hope you buy your beer first before you bet. So you, you bet... You hey, Dirt, have no money. don't... Hey, don't, don't, don't worry about my pockets. Bring me my package and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you right. So, Harley, that's real... So, so that's, that's, that's who you pick, Harley? Yeah, I hope you buy your liquor before you bet. You'll be broke fucking... Be pissed off and not drunk while you're watching this fucking soup and shit. Hey, happen. when Ups finally starts delivering me beer, hey, I'll actually put your snacks outside the house. All I gotta Fuck say yeah. is, I gotta we're going, fucking, we're going soup and sandwich all day. All That's I who I want. Say is UPS stocks is to the fucking roof, baby. It did two hundred fucking bucks. Harley, I'm curious. Why, why soup and sandwich? Why don't like ask these got, questions. It's, it's a high, it's a high number. It's got good speed figures. It's uh, <laughs> got three races. Hit the board all the time. I like, I like soup and sandwich. Also, good Every pedigree with intimacy. In hit the board, you dummy. Hey, hey, so, gray, no, hey no, you no, know, no, gray no. horses are just fucking faster. Dirt, shut the fuck up. Hey, I, I commend on the gray horses. I got a gray horse. I'm telling you, real quick, guys, guys, real quick. 
Harley is a financially smart man. That's not a bad move because uh, if you're betting on Twins Fires tomorrow, if you place the first place uh, to win bet and that horse comes in second or third, which soup and sandwich could do? <laughs> you promote you get your <laughs> Hey, you use promo code DIRT10 and I get an extra $100 when you put $100 <laughs> in your account. So, True story, thanks, though. But yeah, use that promo code. Yeah, use DIRT10 and I could get an extra 100 if you bet 100 So hurry up and lose, idiots. <laughs> Guys, uh, what's your thoughts though on let's at least pick our top four? Okay, I got it. Wait, 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 one at a time. So Harley, let's go back to Harley. Y'all save Hank Aaron for last. I'll clean the fucking bases. Let's go back to Harley. Harley, who would you pick in a super factor? I got soup soup and sandwich. That's the, uh, that's the 19. Then I'll go with the, uh, I'll go with the 18. So I'm getting a lot of value there on super sock. I'll uh, go rock your world with the 15, and then I'll let Dirt's little bitch boy, the 14, clean up my superfect and bat fourth. Kevin. I mean, it, that, he's, two things going to happen. He's either going to win the race or not hit the board, you know? I mean, so you got him pretty much much close off the board, so you're hoping that he's that race took a lot out. He ain't shit. All right, so I'm gonna tell you, uh, you know, my four, but I'm gonna kind of mix it up with uh, a couple of bets, and I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have a uh, first off an exacta. It's gonna be essential quality and rock your world. I actually probably will buy. What numbers are those? That's hey, 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 hey! Real quick, I'm glad you just mentioned something, Kevin. You mentioned the word box. Remember, guys, always box it. Don't, Don't always be a fool. Always this is a race box to kind of box. Because well, when, this this is a race to box. What do you think? Won me some good cheddar okay. last year. Well, this is what I'm gonna that bitch. This is what I I'm gonna tell everybody. Bitch. If you're if you just want to cash a ticket and win, you can box. If you want to win risky and try to win more money and save money, you don't box. And I'm gonna tell you the bets later to not box. Let these clowns save you money or add what happened to no interruptions is my question. Dirt, you'll have your time. Whenever you box something. So if you bet a $10 exact and you box it, it goes to 20 So for the average gambler who only wants to bet fucking $2, if you box it, it goes $4. Four. I think so they're going to handle more, it. No, but all right. Box for pussies. <laughs> Always right. box it. All right. Water, so, I think that if you box those two, yeah, I guess you're, I don't know. So Harley, listen, listen, Harley, listen, question. Let me shut time. up. Let me let, no, let me ask the Godfather something. It's my Harley. time. I have the timer. Not this you. I have the timer. So let's let go. me tell you my thoughts. I'll explain all uh. your concerns. So I got a second quality. <laughs> Rock your world. I'm gonna box it because I, I understand it costs more money. But if Rock Your World does come in first, it's a five to one, so it's gonna increase your return. So that's why I think it's a, a quality bet. Um, and if it doesn't, then even if I break even, I'm not trying to feed my kids. It's what I have a full-time job for. Exactly. Anyway, you're going to, you're going to, so he's five to one. He's going to go down to three to one. So you're looking at probably. an $8 horse over a three to five horse. So you're going to get, maybe you're going to box it for $20. It's going to be a total of $20. You're going to get $20 for the exact. You're going to win a hundred. You're going to win 80 bucks. Yeah, that's fine. And then I can go buy a case of Bush Light. Go buy a fucking case of diapers and bush light in your back, that's bro. What, that's all I care about. That's I'm all I care about. So let me continue. Let me, hey, whatever happened to my time, Dirt, you got your time. All right, so that's my first bet. But then the second bet is going to be uh, exacta. I think um, essential quality, and I'm going to do Rock Your World come one, two. 
but the third I'm gonna do. Pussy, either... wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time no. out. Did you just say that you were gonna do an exact box with Rocky World and then Essential Quality? And now you just said you would do an exacta with Shut Essential up, Quality in Rocky World? Shut up, Did you just say that? A trifecta. I okay. meant trifecta. I didn't All right, say okay. so shut up because Ryder has to, like, I'm going to break the bets down for you. So for anybody that's listening, if you bet and you want one horse to win and then you know another horse is going to come in second, you do with. So that lets you put exactly, like, you can put the first place and the second place, and it's a straight bet. It has to run that way. So you can, it only costs you 20 bucks. Or let's say we do it for $10 exacta. 14 with 15. That's all it is. It's $5. But you can do uh, $5 exact a width and do 14 with 15, 16, 17. And each horse you add costs you extra the extra $5 bet, whatever you're betting. Exactly. Or, so or on this can, one, I'm or, doing a trifecta like that. I'm picking, I'm picking the 14, 15 with the trifecta. The third horse I'm going to uh, do with of highly motivated and um known agenda so either of those two can come in third and then that that's going to make a win for me so those are my two uh big ones there and if you know if i may do a solid just a one dollar um super effective but just pick main horses and not box it and just do essential quality rock your world probably highly motivated and then instead of known agenda i'll probably throw a long you know a long arm in there and maybe soup and sandwich you know that may be one i want to add in there Fuck yeah, but soup i'm and sandwich. straight up with that those are my bets so you guys can go on with y'all all right i'll go with mine now uh yeah because i gotta write my shit down dirk yours is easy yours is gonna be all with all all right <clears throat> my predictions so and i'm going yeah. to do my first first through fourth place in first place i have rock your world which is at five to one in the 15 post second to place. I have hot rod Charlie at eight to one in the nine post showing. I have essential quality at two to one in the 14 post and then coming in fourth. I have highly motivated at 10 to one in the 17 post. So if this hits, I'm going to get me some cheddar boys because I will be doing a $20 exact box with rock your world and hot rod Charlie. Those are five to one and eight to one. I'm trying to get paid, not laid. I'm wanting to get this money right now, boys. And if this hits, which I think it has a good shot of doing, I really am not that big on essential quality. I'm coming in the top two. Um, I, I, I was I was torn between Rock Your World and Known Agenda. I just don't think that Known Agenda is going to be able to get outside being in the one post. Um, so, and that, that's why I don't even have known agenda in my top four. Um, so I am going to do once again, a $20 exact box with Rocky world, hot rod, Charlie. I will then do a trifecta straight Rocky world, hot rod, Charlie, essential quality. And then I will do a superfecta straight Rocky world, hot rod, Charlie, essential quality and highly motivated. That's my picks. They're crazy, uh, and, and, and that's different for me. As you guys know about me, I'm always a favorite kind of guy. I always pick the favorites to do to to Did be in my exactters. 
No, I yeah, have. I'll, I'll tell you, let me tell you. Let me tell you a few things hey. on why Jeremy picked that way this year. Number one, it's because he has money to burn. He's been robbing the federal government of tax this whole time, saving seven percent on taxes each year. So whatever bigger wins, we get a cut since we're fucking. He's stealing our money. Yeah, and then number two is he wants to win big because when he moves back, he's trying to get a good down payment on a house and put some renovations in it. So that's his yeah. thought process. I heard that he bought next to him. I don't knock the guy. I think hey. that's a fantastic move. I I, I want to. Hey, I want to ask. I didn't you guys even this listen question. to a fucking word he said. I, I want to ask you guys this question. What's why do you think that bet is so crazy? Tell me. All right, so listen. What, what's so crazy about that bet? Is, um, I'm gonna get to my pick. I ride Charlie. That's all you need to know. Guy's overrated. We'll see. No, nah, I think he's there, but he might be. Uh, all right, so tomorrow, don't miss this. The Oaks. I'm gonna start my day off with a $25 exacta box, 10-12 in the Oaks. I love you doing a box, Dirt. Dirt, Dirt. Before you go any further, explain this to me though. So for the Derby double, uh, the Oaks and the let uh, me get to that. Derby. Let me get to that far first. No, no, hold on. No, just a quick question on that. So, so look, you don't have to tomorrow. do a single winner, right? Like if you do like an no, exacto, no, no, you can do. No, you can do each horse you add to a ticket wider. So say you started off with a dollar double, each horse you add goes to two dollars, three dollars. So if you did, the yeah, Oaks but you're just looking for the winner. Yeah, you just need to find the winner. So if you're looking for the Oaks winner and you pick the one horse, say you want to do the Oaks Derby right. winner one one. That's a two dollar ticket Got if you it. want to bet two dollars. If you add another horse to win the Oaks, it goes to three dollars. So Got if you it. do one two, you know, ever many combinations it can go. That's how much you got to pay. Got it. All, all right, so with all. This is what my Oaks. This is only Friday bets. So Friday we're gonna start the day off with a ten twelve twenty five dollars exacta box, cash it and hit. That same race we're gonna go ten twelve trifecta. We're gonna go ten twelve. With the ten twelve, with the three, six, five, eleven for trifecta. So we're gonna do that for ten dollars. So it's gonna cost us ten twelve thousand dollars. So ten twelve, ten twelve. It's gonna cost you about eighty bucks for that ten dollar trifecta. If we pull in a long shot to come in third, that dollar trifecta might pay twenty dollars. So we're gonna get that times ten. I'm going to play those same numbers for a Superfecta, and that's going to be it for the Oaks. For the, That's just for Friday bets. My Saturday bets, my Oaks Derby double is going to be a, it's going to be a $100 bet, 10-12 with the 14. Cost you 200 bucks. Hold on to it. My Derby pick is going to be 14. This is my $10 exacta, 14 with the 1 9 15 17 for ten dollars that costs you 40 bucks let's pull a few long shots in there we'll get a return investment now my trifecta for the derby depending on the price i might start out as ten dollars it might go to two dollars but it's going to be 14 with the one 15 17 9 with the one 15 17 9 now if I punch this in the computer and go to bet it, and if I do that for $10 and it comes up to $500, no, I'm not going to do it for $10 then. I'm going to bump it down to eight, seven, six, whatever comfortable with I want to bet, that's what I'm going to bet. But that's my trifecta. My superfecta is going to be the same thing with a few more horses. 
if I'm going to start it out at 10, and if I don't like it, I'm going to bump it down to two. But I expect to get at least $20,000 uh, this weekend. All with all. It's not all Dude. with all because what's up? You think that with the trifecta, with having the 14 horses, you win money? Sager, really, I, I, I just, I just really think that essential quality is going to drop to even Sager, money. If I get a ten dollar exacta with the the four horses that I just told you, or three horses I just told you, and it hits, I'm gonna get a hundred dollars. You're gonna get a hundred dollar exacta. Bless you. They said bless you, showing on the pod. Oh, thank you, but welcome. you got to hope that there's no three to one shots. You know. You, I'm going to pretty much watch the board Saturday, but more than likely, that's what I'm betting. I'm betting the 1, 15, 17, and 9 to come in second and third. And then I got the 1, 9, 15, 17 with the 7 and 8 to come in fourth. And I will be playing that for a Super Effective for, it's, it'd probably be around $4 or $5 because it's going to cost me a hundred bucks for probably for the ticket. Okay. But, all I say when you try to do the best, it's good to key. If you can key a horse, key him. And you gotta, you're either going to be all in with the horse or you're going to box. I'm all in with the 14. I love everything that he's did. You know? All right. So, so I'm going to, just for the winners, just for the pod's sake, uh, let's just write down the winner so that we can have 14. Possible, possibly some um, bragging rights. So, Harley, you think it's going to be Super Sandwich that will win, win the race? Give me the 19, baby, all day, every day. Okay. Kevin, I'm sorry, Wider, who you got? For which race, I'm sorry? The winner. The, just the, the winner. Kentucky Derby, just the winner. Uh, 14. Yeah, I'm with Wider. All right. So sorry, both of y'all have essential like quality. A, like a wise man. Once told me, he said, "Don't be a dummy. Bet 14." Yeah. <laughs> All right, and I have the 15 at Rock Your World. All right, this is this is for shits and giggles. What long shot do you think is going to run big? Let's pick. I, I, let's, if are if your long shot wins, your gentleman's bet. Whoever's long shot wins, that hits the board that we don't think has a chance. You get. Well, we'll say what. A whiskey shot or something, a fucking case, a bottle of whiskey or your choice. Loser, whoever comes in last has to buy a $25 bottle of whiskey. Everybody has to pick anybody with odds are 10, 10 to 1 or above. All right, Harley, who you, who you think? Uh, and your horse doesn't count. What? Oh, that, can, no, 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 no. How's my no, horse not can, count? No, you can keep picking soup and shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, give, me, right. give me a soup and a sandwich all day, every day. All right. Well, he's riding soup and sandwich. All right. Kevin, who you got? I got highly motivated. You said 10 to 1. Fuck Kevin uh, You pussy. Fuck Kevin Wider. <laughs> hey, so what happens? Hey, hold got- on, hold on. Let me ask you this. What happens in this game if your horse drops below 10 to 1 on race day? Are you disqualified? Because I think you should be disqualified. True. Highly motivated is definitely going to drop. No, I don't think you should be disqualified. I'll go with the eight. I'll go with Big Bob. Well, we don't give a nah, fuck what you think. I'm asking Jeremy. Jeremy, your hey. game, your rules, it's got to be greater than 10 on race day, right? Yeah. It ain't yes. Jeremy's game. I just made it up, dick face. Well, that's exactly it. Don't give a jab nothing. I was going to pick Medina Spirit as okay, well I'll to uh, be the big runner. I'll take the fucking seven. Flon Caroon, Brad Cox. Mandaloon? Yeah. All right. 
So once again, for the long shots, Harley's still sticking with soup and shit. Kevin, uh, Kevin, you're, I'm sorry, wider. You're going with highly motivated. Correct? Yes. Correct. Real pussy Kevin, move. What's your second pick? Because he's going to come down. Uh, let me look. Um, my second pick, if you guys, you know, are mad, because I'd probably win that bet. Um, well, Dirt's going to deliver the whiskey since he's got ups. I'm going to go with Superstock. All right. All right, put Kevin Dirt, down. We, we'll give Dirt, Kevin. I did. Fuck that. I made the game up. I'm going to give Kevin his pick. Uh, Dirt, do you think that uh, you and I, because both of our horses are 15 to 1, you think they may drop to under 10? Uh, I think we're gonna. I think everybody's. I think everybody's gonna take a hit. You know. So let let's let you and I let's both take two as well. Uh, because both because of ours I don't are like anything else. But the, I'll take. All right, I'll go with uh midnight bourbon just for hell of it. God Mike's damn it! Pick. That's who I was gonna pick. To you son of a bitch. All right, so both of us have midnight bourbon. Well, we'll do seven and eight. Do seven and eight. We'll do whatever picks you got. Let them stand. They're gonna all be long. They be long shots. Eight to ones are considered a long shot. That's a uh, twenty dollar horse. So fuck it. If it's eight to one, seven to one, that's fine. Let it roll. That's our. I just wanted the picks from like that's not on the board, like not one through five, not the one through whatever picks. So okay. all of our picks are outside of ten of a. Your pick has to be from ten on. So ten, eleven, twelve. Like I didn't want the first ten in a starting gate. Like we think it's gonna win. That's no fun. Okay, so uh, once again, both you and I have Midnight Bourbon as our secondary long shot. Yeah. In case, in case Mandaloon or Medina Spirit fall below ten to one. Yeah. Okay. But don't worry about it. If it does, it does. Everybody, mm-hmm. remember those picks. Remember the picks. Loser, whoever runs last four out of four buys the uh, whiskey. Sounds good. All right, so can we get into some stuff other than horses? Because we definitely got some Jeremy and some dirt, like some hotel chicks, sloppy stories. Uh, I kind of want to get into that a little bit while I got both of y'all here. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the girl alone. Cock blocking ass. Bullshit. (laughs) So hold on, backstory. So this is how I kind of understand it. Jeremy used to work at a hotel. This chick worked with you, and now Dirt Uh matched with her in some kind of uh, Tinder-esque dating app, and now Dirt tried to give her the dirty dick, and now she left him. No, she didn't leave. She saw fucking crap. She she don't drink, so she's like a born-again Christian or whatever the fuck. That's awesome, you know, good news. I wish we would talk about it, because you probably see the pod once you tag me on Instagram, but it is what it is. yeah, she saw me at the fucking highest of highs, bro. Like, I'm looking at a check that says $3,200 Big Wheel of Fortune check at, that I want to slipper. But I won fucking $6,500. Uh, so I went, like, yeah, I'd have loved to fucking hang out with her, but fuck. I went out and partied. She doesn't do that kind of scene and shit, you know? So, but... I took it to the Chimes and fucking spoiled her ass. Great story though about the first date, which y'all love to hear. So I got there a little early. She was running in traffic. So I sat there and drank a little bit. Well, she don't drink, so I'm ordering. When I knew she was getting close, I, I quit drinking ordered water. So I told her, wait, just, you know, yeah, I'm waiting on my date. So she comes around. I said, man, we're having a good date. I think I'm going to get me a beer. She goes, yeah, you can. So I told the waitress, hey, I want a beer. 
She goes, oh, you're ready for another one? And the girl, <laughs> and that, she goes, oh, so you were up here drinking. You know, <laughs> she's a cool chick. So, so is that how it ended? No, that ain't how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, when I was in fucking Old Town, I'm fucking living, man. Somebody hands you a check for $6,600. What are you going to do? Go to Old Town? You're going to go party. <laughs> I'm going to do all with all. Sure, sure. I want to know what the VIP treatment in Old Town's like. Can you explain that to the listeners? Yeah. You go to a bar, you hand them a black card, you drink for free. You see somebody you like, you point them out, they're yours for the night. There, I remember the last time I was in Old Town with you, some guy's face got busted wide open outside of the BBs. Can you tell me, you know, <laughs> how many times that's happened since? Okay. There wasn't, uh, there was, I haven't seen any fights lately. Really? On Halloween, some dude got smoked and went, got knocked out on a, uh, yeah, fucking Scooby-Doo outfit. Scooby-Doo outfit. Yeah. <laughs> worst time, worst time to get knocked out is Halloween. You fucking dress up. But other than that, it ain't too bad. The same little shit old bars are always out and the same shit old people are out. All right, Jeremy, I got a question for you. If, now this is a big if, because I know you don't do this anymore, but if you were going to have one more SIG in Saipan, where would it be? Oh, it would be over, overlooking probably uh, one of my favorite spots to look at. It's called Bonsai Cliff. Can you say something like overlooking a nude beach? No. It's uh it it's actually a it has a very sad backstory. It's uh so uh the US Marines in World War II invaded Saipan to take over control from the Japanese. And the uh the very end of the Battle of Saipan was at this area called Bonsai Cliff, which is where the Japanese had their last you know, little battle against the US and hurry up and give us they the tried, Anyway, anyway, to make a long story short, they lost the battle and they decided that the best route other than being caught as a prisoner was to jump off this cliff. So a lot of them jumped off the cliff to their death. But the spot is it's just a badass spot. It's probably about 150 feet down to the ocean. It's just it's a neat area. And uh yeah, shout out to so tell me this. If, if that was your last big on ever passed away. Shout out to Big Lou. Shout out, Big Lou. Jared, that was your last video ever. You getting a cinematographer out there to, like, get a sweet drone shot of you flicking that butt off the cliff and, like, maybe, like, a nice song in the background with the sunset to go along with it? No, it'd just be Mars flying away, my man. Water, you knew who Big Lou was, huh? No, who's Big Lou? That was Lorenzo's grandpa. Who? Mark wins his grandpa, Coach Mark. Oh, Ed. Yeah, he yeah. Away. I remember him. Yeah, he passed away the other day. That's that stinks. How old was he? Uh, up in age. Old. old. Yeah. Shout out Big Lou. We shout out Big Lou. Fuck side. Shout Ed. out Big Lou. I'm gonna drink the Big Lou all weekend. That's it. So, uh, well, let's go back. What would what did Sager have to say about the little motel chick, bro? Because Sager, she reached out to Jeremy and fucking. Yeah, she she reached out to me to ask about dirt. And then she reaches out to him, and I was like, well, that's fucked up. And I was like, well, I said, yeah, we're going to eventually hang out. Like, if, I was like, if we actually, actually like, 
start dating. We're going to hang out. I was like, Jeremy's a great friend. So I'm a, once he comes in town, I'm going to go out probably we'll have a party by his house when he comes into town, you know, boil crawfish and go swim by. But she's like, I'm not hanging out with him. And then I was like, why? And then you hit him up. I was like, don't make no sense. I was like, you hate yes. the guy, but you hit him up. So I don't know why she hates me, but uh, Jeremy, can you explain her work ethic? She hates him because he sent the unsolicited dick pic to him. And she didn't <laughs> he pulled out his little fucking Harry Johnson, pulled out little <laughs> Harry Styles, and sent it to her. She goes, yeah, she didn't like. She goes, who does that? Nobody sends unsolicited dick pics, but Jeremy does. <laughs> there you go, Dirk. Uh, no, she. So she just she messaged me asking about dirt, and I. Who's whistling? Harley. I'm not whistling. No, that's not me. That was me playing my kid's penny whistle. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Anyways, I just told her. I said, Dirt's a good dude. He's one of my good friends. Uh, Yeah, very good dude to be around. She told me, and I was like, look, she made it seem like that she hated you or whatever. I don't know the reason why or whatnot. And uh, I was like, well, I don't care. Like, he's my friend, so. I was like, I'm gonna hang out with him. So if you don't want to come, stay your fucking ass at home. Hey, you speak, know, just like speaking ball, of so. good friends, Dirt, what do you think of a friend? Maybe uh, a lawyer type that's got a couple chins, maybe a lot of gray hair. Might be named Chris. He's yeah, got he's a, got a chest. He ain't worth the fuck. Well, he he's got no a good. he's got a softball game tonight, and he needed an extra player, but he doesn't call you. What do you think about somebody like that? And play in a heartbeat, and I'm glad you said that because I'm about to call him up when I get off the line. Or there's a way we can freeway him on here. I'll call him up. Uh, he's, Can't believe he did that. Yeah, he's he uh, he actually got Third Reich's uh, cousin that just got out of prison to play <laughs> over your ass. So, Dude, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I actually would have played. I would have played. Yeah. What? So, Dirk, when Chris comes asking for your secret redfish spot, you make sure to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> Dude, Harder, did you see those? You didn't see those pictures, bro. Vinny's pond have been fishing. They went fishing in three days and probably caught about 150 trout. Yeah, but don't tell caught, Chris that. He'll be asking for that spot in no time. They're going to the lake, or uh, uh, they're going to Lake Hermitage, and nobody wants to drive that far. It's in between Bell Chase and Venice. Ain't nobody going that far to catch fish. Oh, and then Chris is going to post it on fishing forums so it goes out to everybody. Fuck Chris. Yeah, fuck. I can't believe that dude's like that. What a piece of shit. Hey, does he have any family member in Pearl River? I delivered to, uh, well, not him, but uh, his wife. Does she have any family in Pearl River? I delivered to, I think, her sister. But they got the same they, last name. They, they did have a Pearl River address. Oh, I wish it was Chris. I would have pissed all over the box. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the fucking Fandle, though. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, his wife or uh, Chris Fandle, so I, would, I didn't piss on the box. Chris is the first man of Slide L. Where is he living at now? Is he living in Slido? No, he's in, no, uh, Lake, in Lakeview. Fucking high dollar man, huh? Yeah, he's going to walk money. out one day and there won't be a motor on his boat anymore. Fucking big money grip. Yeah, he's not going to have no tires once the pot ends and I can find right. out softball with him. I got fucking Leroy outside his house right now. <laughs> he's, he's fucking striking out on men's softball while Leroy's stealing his fucking tires off his piece of shit truck. <laughs> Oh, shit. But, boys, I think this was a fun pod. I'm about to hang up and go uh, 
attend to my company. Oh, that's shit, good. That's good. Well, let's end it right here. Thank y'all for joining us. Jeremy, fuck you for cheating on us on another podcast with some guy named Bo. Fuck that dude. Wait, Jeremy was on another pod. <laughs> y'all took too long to call a fucking dude back. <laughs> Hey, he cheated. No, no, no. Jer- Jeremy was, uh, he wasn't himself on that pod. That was tame Jeremy. We didn't talk anything about fun stuff. He didn't send anybody to the glue factory. Jeremy, I couldn't get through that whole pod. That wasn't you. You were in, it was in a cage. He uh, didn't dude, it was, it was definitely a different uh, type of format. That's for sure. And as much as I, as, as much as I wanted to let loose, I couldn't. When you and come back, to my band, are you gonna bring back six figures, or are you bringing back fucking, fucking five or four figures? How much I'm, money do you make and come back home with? I'm bringing back quite a bit of yen. There you go. <laughs> Not sure what the conversion back, rate is, but that sounds uh, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for everybody for joining the podcast. It's the Derby Podcast, our favorite podcast. Fuck Al because he doesn't ever join. Dirt, yeah, fuck Al, wider, Jer. Thank you all. And uh, don't y'all boys go change and let's win some money this weekend. I'll text y'all throughout the weekend. Even if I find a good fucking bet, to, uh, a horse to bet that I like, y'all will get it first. I'll be looking forward for that dirt snap at the Chalmette OTB picking up all that cash. That's where my dad requested that we go, bro. Fucking Shalmet. To the pod father, as usual, thank you for sure, the re- invite. Absolutely. To, uh, Absolutely. To Harley. Thank you, Harley. Thanks for joining. Fuck off. Fuck out. He ain't shit. Fuck off loud. We out, bitch. <laughs>